Kim Grace Podcast. Let's go. It's your girl, Sydney Grace, and welcome to another episode on the Walking Grace Podcast. You already know how it is on here. This is a place where God turns all our messes into a message and the tests and trials that we face in life into testimonies. So best believe whoever I bring on here would either have a message or a testimony. And today I have a testimony for you by this mighty woman of God. See, I am yet to see a woman who loves God like this woman. She has one of the most servant heart and humble spirit I've ever met. I love this woman so dearly, not just only because she's from Nigeria, my sister from the same tribe, but just because of who she is. Her heart is of gold. And I am so glad that she honored the invitation to share her testimony with you today. Now, today, she will be sharing a testimony on how God saw her through her MBA journey, the losses that she faced, even the the breakthrough, the miracles that happened, you know, throughout her master's um, journey. And it's, it's one that I would want you to pull out a chair to listen to because there are a lot of people who are trusting God for, for a miracle in their finances and just help through their education. And I just, I just hope that at the end of this testimony, you can see that God is faithful and that he shows up at the last hour. And that he's the strength that we need to get through whatever challenge that we face in life, okay? And I just want to, first of all, before I, I have her come on here and introduce herself to us, say a big congratulations to her on this platform. Let me tell you something. This woman is a testament to the fact that those who wait upon the Lord and serve God faithfully while they're single, God rewards God rewards them with his very best. And trust me, this isn't part of her testimony, but I told her I was going to insert this into today, just in case. Um, A couple of years back, um, we both were trusting God to settle down, right? And just because of how busy you get to be in a city like this, um, you don't don't see anyone, right? So a couple of years passes and, you know, she had a desire to settle down. I had my desire to settle down and we were past 30. And you know, when you get past that age, you're like, God, um, we're here, right, Gigi? <laughs> like, so, um, but eventually God came through because 2020, I got married. And then a year after I got married, she got married. So I'm like, won't God do it? Right? Won't God do it? And if you see both our husbands, you can so testify that God rewards the faithful and patient with. He's very best. So if you're single out there, I just hope that this little portion of our testimony will encourage you not to give up and just to hang in there a little longer. Your miracle is around the corner. Okay. I'm praying for you. But before we get into the meat of this testimony, sis, I'd love for you to tell us a little bit about yourself, like where you're from, were you born a Christian or did you meet God? Did you finally give your life to God later as an adult? Thanks so much, Cindy, for inviting me into this program. Um, Originally, I'm from Nigeria, and I will say right now, I'm Uh, (laughs) Nigerian-Canadian. Yeah. So in terms of my work with God, I 
actually got to know God through my elder sister who happened to have given her life to Christ when she was in high school. And so she brought that home and introduced us to Jesus. And I would say over the years, it's been an amazing journey. Yes, I knew God at a very young age, but over time, it's been one stage of growth to the other, one process of teaching to the other. You just don't know everything. So it's been a phase for me. And for every stage of my life, I have seen the hand of God. I have seen God work for me. I've been through ups and downs, but in all, God has actually seen me through. And so today I will just be speaking of just one part of the numerous things God has actually done for me. (laughs) If I start, you know, sharing all my experience and everything God has done, I don't think today would be enough for us to cover that. But I would just, you know, like speak about one segment. And that's because this particular journey for me actually, you know, resonates deeply for me because it changed my life and it has actually made me better and stronger. My MBA journey has been how grace found me and how mercy actually spoke for me. Come on now. From from the very first time I had, you know, you know how you would have like a dream of the kind of school you want to go to and just that big picture because uh, over the years with my work with God, I've been able to like, you know, look ahead, dream beyond my comfort zone and say, okay, this is what I want to do for myself. I know the God I serve. I know God is able to take me through that process. And one of those is actually the choice of school for me to do my MBA. Mm. So I decided, I was like, okay, that's, I saw the program from the schools. Actually, it's just two schools, one in the U.S. and one here in Canada, imagine to have an MBA program. So I was like, okay, let me apply right. to the school. I, you never can tell. Maybe I'll just be lucky and they would select me as one of their candidates. And so I did my application. And little did I know that they were going to call for an interview that you actually need to interview to go to get the admission. Oh, wow. And so I got the email from them that, oh, that they want to speak with me to get a better understanding, that I have to go through an interview process before um, being given admission. All along, I thought, okay, once I just submit my, you know, my resume, my transcript, and that would be it. And also, you know, the whole essay write-up. And so prior to that interview, I Honestly, I didn't know what to study for. If it's a work job, I know what to prepare for. But for a school admission interview, like I had no clue. I went online. I couldn't get so much information as, okay, this is the areas you should, you know, uh, focus on in terms of your preparation. And so what did I do? I went back to the teacher, the Holy Spirit. I'm like, God, he needs to help me. Like, I really want to going to the school. I love everything about this program. And this is what I want to do. And I started praying. Along the line, one hour to the interview time, I just switched into speaking in tongues. Like literally, I didn't know what to say anymore. So I just said speaking in tongues. I spoke in tongues for one good hour and we logged in. So when we logged in into for the interview, the program director said to me, he's like, oh, Jane, um, I don't know. Today's interview might be pretty short. 
because for the past one hour, I've been having, you know, leakage of water in my house. And so I just called my plumber and my plumber <laughs> will be right here very soon. So I don't know when he's going to come, but when he comes, we'll have to cut the interview short. And I was like, okay, that, that's no problem. And he was like, oh, I hope you don't mind. I said, oh, no, 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 not all that. That's fine with me. You know, we just started chatting about the plumbing issues and whatnot. And he said, right now, as I speak to you, I'm actually, you know, sitting on water. Like everywhere is, you know, pretty, I don't know where the water is coming from. Like I have no clue. My entire house is filled with water. And I asked him, I said, oh, that when did this water start? He said, oh, just an hour ago that I would have called you if this had happened, like maybe two, three hours before then, I would have requested for us to reschedule the interview. But one hour to the time that it won't be fair on your own part for us to, you know, cancel the interview process. And I was like, okay, and we started talking and we spoke for like my five minutes about the water and plumbing issue. And the next he just asked me, oh, okay, why do you want to, you know, go in for an MBA? You already have your career working for you. And immediately I started answering that question. The plumber came in and he said, oh, Jane, my plumber is here. I'm like, okay, so what's going to happen? He said, don't worry, I'll get back to you. And boom, two months later, I received my admission letter. Like literally, I wow. had no clue what had happened, how it happened. Wow. I just knew that wow. God just took control. I didn't have to actually do that interview to be able to get that admission. That is one part of the story. So, you know, without excitement and seeing the hand of God, I knew that this was just God. It just couldn't have been anyone. It is just strictly God, Absolutely. you know, in manifestation. And the other side was, okay, how am I going to fund this MBA? Well, the fact that, okay, uh, I didn't have so much money. And also I needed to take loan from the bank you know, to be able to foot that. And I know the bank sometimes, you know, they ask you for your paycheck. I wasn't really doing a job that could match that, you know, the funding and for the bank to actually approve that fund. And then I went back into prayers again. I'm like, God, you started this journey. You couldn't have let me pass through this process and just, you know, keep me hanging. That what will I tell people? Like, what story am I going to tell them that, oh, okay, God started this and it ended. I said, if anything goes wrong, it's not me. It's going to be you, God. You know, what Absolutely. I did was every morning I just take a work for myself and, you know, just walk through and I'm praying, I'm just speaking, having that, you know, day-to-day -day conversation with God and asking God, oh God, I really need your help. I don't know how it's going to come. I have submitted, you know, the form for me to get a loan to be able to foot the bill. I'm not hearing anything from the bank. I kept calling the bank. They're like, oh, we're still working on it. We're still working on it. And I, I almost gave up, honestly, Cindy. Like, I literally almost gave up because I had just less than 24 hours for me to make that initial deposit, else I was going to lose that admission. And I called the bank that morning. The lady I was working with, she was like, oh, Jane, that I'm still working on it. I'm waiting to hear back from them. There's nothing I can do. And I said, today is actually the deadline. If I don't make this payment, I'm losing this admission. And she's like, okay, let me see what I can do. And around three o'clock, she sent me a message. She's like, oh, Jane, congrats. They've approved your 
student loan. I'm like, really? <laughs> and she's like, yeah. I said, okay. So the issue right now is how am I going to make the payment to the school? Because one is for them to approve the loan. The other is, she said, it's going to take like three to four business days for the money to hit into my account. <laughs> and wow. Cindy, I just didn't know what to do. I busted into tears. I was like, God, what am I going to do? Like, who do I tell? I, I, every day I talk about your goodness upon my life. Everyone knows that Jane, you know, she's gotten admission. She's trying to go to school. How do I go back to say, oh, no, I'm not going to school anymore. You know, I just started professing the word of God. I was just praying and believing God for the best. And, you know, God just miraculously changed that story. I called the lady and I said, I told her, I said, I need this money today. Like if I don't get this money in my account today, I would not be able to go through this admission. I have to wait for the next session and I don't want to wait. This is the time I actually want to do this program. She said, okay, Jane, this is what will happen. I would pay in money into your account for you to make the payment for your tuition. When the money gets into your account, I would withdraw it. What? And the first word that came out of my mouth was, God bless you. Like, I literally did not know what else. I was speechless. Cindy, I was in tears. I was like, God. You know, I came back home. I knelt down. I was crying. I was rolling on the floor. I was like, God, I am grateful. You know, I am grateful. I just kept, you know, professing and thanking God because it, it doesn't happen anywhere. Nobody will give you their money to pay your tuition with the hope of never, withdrawing like that never. money later, you know. And I saw the hand of God and something struck afterwards. You know, sometimes when things are happening and you're seeing things working out, the enemy always wants to fight for you to start doubting God's faithfulness. Hmm. I started the MBA. Two months into my MBA, my dad passed away. So sorry, dear. And I was like, wow. And if you know me very well, there's hardly a time I speak about my life that I don't talk about my dad. Like literally, you would know my dad through me, right? And it made me, you know, I had a push back on myself. I'm like two months into my MBA, like, where do I start from? How do I proceed, you know, with this program? And I, I withdrew a little bit, you know. All I just kept saying, I stopped because normally I go for, I do my midnight prayers, you know, I have time that I spend studying the word, but that really, it shook me that I knew there was God because I've seen the hand of God. I just saw the hand of God two months ago. So there's no way I wouldn't say that God doesn't exist. I've seen what God has done for me. But, you know, him passing away, I just it just drew me backward and I couldn't pray anymore. All I just do on my bed is have mercy. That's all I just say every day. I'm like, God, have mercy. Show me your mercy. And... That was just the only word that, you know, kept coming through my mind. I, I didn't want to ask God, like, why? Why did you allow this to happen to me? Because I knew for everything that happens to you in life as a child of God, God has a reason why he allowed it to happen. I may not see the reason. I might not know why. you going to make me cry. Reason, you know, I just kept asking God, please show me your mercy. Help me to heal. 
Let me heal through this process. Give me the strength I need to put you. And you know, it kept going for some reason. I don't know where I found that strength. And I kept going with the programs, kept going with the program. And I was doing very well. Like I was literally, honestly, Cindy, I don't know how, but you know, I just kept going, going, going. And another turn of event happened. I got married through the program too. I was still in the program when I got married. And so I was like, okay. And that was like literally almost one year when my dad passed away. So I got married. So another form of joy came in again. And the enemy would not stop seeing the, the enemy just kept fighting. My mom passed away at the end of the program. You know, so it was just like a, both of them within when I was doing my MBA, like having three life events, losing two parents and getting married. And you're wondering, okay, which am I going to celebrate? But you know what? I learned from my dad's experience. And this time around, I told myself when my mom passed away, devil, I will not let you take my joy away. I will not let you steal this process away from me. I know there is a God and he has actually seen me through. I will not go through the process of any form of, you know, unbelief or saying there is no God. No, Cindy, God actually exists. And I said, come what may, come rain, come shine, God, I would serve you for the rest of my life. And you know, God actually healed me through that process. And I continued, I didn't let it, you know, weigh me down. I went through that process, her funeral and everything. But then again, I kept praying, you know, believing God for the best, that I was going to complete this MBA journey. And I would not just complete it. I would be, you know, I would stand strong and I would come out successful in it. So back to when I made that payment. So I was still owing the school about $4,000. And I started asking myself, okay, how am I going to get this money right now? I can't go back to the bank to say, oh, I need $4,000 to complete my tuition. And I want to graduate with my maid. So if I don't pay, I would miss that whole, you know, going for a graduation because the school needs to hold your result until and your account will be on hold. So I realized my account was on hold and the school had actually sent requests for us to register if you're going to, uh, if you want to graduate this period. And I checked my account. My account was on hold. I'm like, God, what do I do? And so um, there's a time my pastor, because normally in my the church where I fellowship, we usually have what we call route prayer, where my pastor, we um, you know, goes online and we do like a prayer session for one hour every Mondays and Wednesday between 12 to 1. And so I usually join that because, you know, having those prayers and being in touch with God actually helps you and it builds your prayer life. So one of the raw prayers he made mention and said that, oh, that let's just pray that God would, you know, miraculously help you pay off maybe your tuition loan or you know, just something like maybe you're in debt, you know, it led to part of the testimony someone had given in church where God miraculously settled her financial situation. 
And I tapped into that and I started praying. I said, God, the same God who did it for this lady, you would show up for me. You are the same yesterday, today, forever. You do not change. The way you did it for her, I don't know how you're going to do it for me, but you're going to clear up this 4,000 and I'm going to graduate with my peers. I am not going to wait for the next batch. I am not going to miss my graduation. And I held on faithfully to the word of God. I held on faithfully to God. And I said, God, you would see me through. And Cindy, a few weeks later, I checked my student account. <laughs> the hold was lifted. No, what actually happened before I noticed the hold was lifted? I noticed it was an amount that was paid in into my account, about $980. I'm like, did the bank make any mistake? Like, who paid in this what? money into my account? I literally had to call my friends. I'm like, did any of you do an interest for to the account? Because the narration, as at the night I was checking, it just says deposit. It didn't state where the money was coming from. So I had no clue who had paid in 980 into my account. <laughs> and I, the next morning, I started calling my friends. I said, did you pay in money into my account? Or did anyone, you know, mistakenly pay in any money into my account? And I was like, okay, everyone said no, that they didn't pay in any money. Instead, they are even looking for who would give them, you know, money. And so in the evening that day, I was like, okay, let me check my account again. If the there's no reversal, I'll need to call the bank to say, okay, someone, please trace where this money is coming from and you can return the funds back, right, to the person. Yeah. If per adventure it was uh, an error from their own part or maybe whoever erroneously you know deposited money into my account and I saw the narration had changed to my school's name I'm like I'm owing the school why is there a narration that you're depositing money into my account and I went into my school account and I realized that the school had actually paid in the amount I needed and more won't he they cleaned do it? up that debt that I was owing and paid in so apparently there was a certain amount they paid in. So that amount cleared up the debt for the school that was owing and the order was transferred into my account. I had to because honestly, I don't know, Cindy. I sent a message because we have this uh, WhatsApp group. So the cohort where I belong to, we also have like a separate team. We're about, I think, six of us on that court. So I now sent a chat message. I'm like, did anyone receive any money from the school? And one other, uh, one of my classmates said no. He Because he raised it up again during the meeting. He's like, okay, you talked about money. I said, like, about how much was paid into your account? I told him, I said, did you receive any? He said, no. He said, maybe you did very well. That's why the school decided, you know, to paint into your account. I said, I don't know how this happened. But you know, God is faithful. It is faithful. You know, like I was telling you before this podcast, I said, whoever that wants to serve God needs to be patient. It's a process. You actually need to be patient to see the hand of God. And I have seen the hand of God all through this process. I have seen how the enemy trying to, you know, take my joy away. He's in me so hard. But in all, I am grateful that I went through that process with Johnny. And I am where I am today. It, is, it could have just only been God. It's not, <laughs> I, I didn't do anything special. I I don't think... There's anything I will have done more, 
other than just keep serving God. And, you know, I just want to encourage anyone who, you know, life throws things at you. You just, you don't determine what life is going to throw at you. You just need to hold strong to God and believe. And believe that he's a deliverer of those who diligently seek him. You just need to be diligent in your work with God and he would come true for you. I have experienced God in different dimensions, like in different ways for me not to believe. It's so it's still late. I keep telling people, I say it's too late for anyone to tell me there's no God. Like it's super too late. Is it when I was looking for a job? God gave me five offers on the sport. Like literally I had to start thinking, I'm like, what do I do with this job? God, I only asked for one. Like, this is so confusing. I had to go back again to go and ask and say, okay, which one out of those five you've given to me should I take? (laughs) Which should I take? You know, I have seen God, honestly. And I tell people, I said, when you walk with the Holy Spirit, things, things will come. But just know that he would guide you through that process and you would be stronger in your walk with him. You believe him more and your life would be like a testament to others and people would know through you that there is actually God. So now are you done with the program or? I am done. We did our final presentation to our clients this morning. (laughs) Yes, I'm super, super done. And I am so happy I went through that process, honestly. I am super happy. Thank you so much. I mean, I mean you've really, I, I don't know, there's nothing else I would actually ask you. <laughs> like, usually I, I always have a question after, but I'm like, you just laid all the cards. Like, you already told people everything here. And I just want to say thank you for taking your time to share this testimony with us. And I just pray that, I mean, all we can do is just be servants and be available to do what God has called us to do. And I just hope that this yeah. platform... Um, and your time with us is just going to make people trust whoever that is out there that is trusting God for for marriage, whoever that's out there that's trusting God for mm-hmm. school, and you know you don't know where the money is going to come from or or how you're going to get through it. Just from this testimony, I just hope you can see that God would never let you down. He is the greatest provider. If you mm-hmm. can only trust him and believe that he can come through. I mean, besides, he is the God of the universe. He is the God who who lives where the streets are made of gold. Like, there's nothing mm-hmm. that he cannot do. What he cannot do does not exist. I don't care what it is. Right? If it sure. hasn't come through, it's just because God is waiting for the right time to show off. But he and he's never late. And he's never late. He's Even though never we late. are late, he's always on time. Thank yeah. you for inserting that. He's always on time. So just keep trusting God and keep believing. And more testimonies will, keep, will be coming on here. I think the next one is about healing too. So stay tuned for that. And and thank you so much, sister, for your thank time. Thank you, Cindy. And of course, of course, we keep seeing around, you know, eating our jello fries and, you know, how do <laughs> And besides, you're the first Nigerian who's graced to this platform. So oh, really? what? What? <laughs> Okay, so it's a bit of pride for me. So congratulations on that again. Triple congratulations on that. Thank, thank you. you for your time. Okay. And uh, yeah, so um thank you uh for those who's been listening. I, I thank you for your time and I thank my sister for her time. And I just hope that from this that you can just see the 
the hope in her message and her testimony and you can also tap into it as you as you watch and listen tap into this miracle tap into this blessing and it will be accorded to you okay so till next time stay rooted keep on trusting god because he never fails and we'll see you on the next episode please head over to itunes to rate and review this podcast we appreciate you sharing and being a part of this community until next time Keep living your best life. And remember, your gifts will make room for you when you make room for God. Do better because you know better.